0: Everybody hot tag uh, The travel edition I guess you could say uh, Kyle and I Are headed up to the big event In uh, New York City To see The Undertaker Well Kyle's gonna see The Undertaker I'm gonna watch him see The Undertaker <laughs> um, But it's a, it's a Pretty big day so what we decided to do was We thought dang I mean we're We're gonna be driving for a while let's not Let's just record a podcast uh, With it being Wrestlemania season We were discussing how uh Let's go over each WrestleMania and talk about the moments from that uh, specific mania. And I, I thought that was a, a, a phenomenal idea. The Elimination Chamber, as you guys listen to this, either will be happening uh, t- this on this night or it already happened. Nonetheless, um, it's a throwaway pay-per-view, nothing that we really need to discuss. Um, you know, since everyone that bought a ticket to see that event in Philadelphia, everything has completely changed from what was advertised. Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool. That's bullshit that they did that.
0: It's I've, I get why
1: because every like the writings on the wall Roman's gonna win, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe book it in, book it better from the beginning where it's not like Roman and a bunch of guys that have no shot. I have an idea. Let's not have it at all. <laughs> We're hey, just get, like make it for the IC title. Do something like that. You know, still have the elimination chamber match, even though they're having a tag team and a women's one. But <clears throat> you can call an audible and say like. All right, Romans got that spot. Let's make this for the IC title because was it's bronze, right? It, it is it. It is bronze. Wow, yeah. I, I was thinking it, it was Nakamura for a second. <laughs> it's not.
0: I mean, like that title's so lost in the shuffle It's like basically thrown away now. It's a shame because we were literally just before we hit record, we were talking about like some of the top, the first like ten WrestleManias, and if you look back now, how prominent that title was. It's a shame uh, where it's it's at now Like three People still talk about That savage Steamboat uh, Steamboat I know I'm it's... gonna call him Dick Blood from now on
1: like, <laughs> out That's oh. his real name That's one of the Greatest things I've ever heard <laughs> Like
0: I'm gonna go real Dick Blood His real name's Better than his Gimmick name. It's, it's insanity <laughs> um, oh, I couldn't believe When I heard that either um, Alright so what We're gonna do Basically is We're gonna go Through Wrestlemania's One through Thirty um, and we're going to talk about you know the, the top moment from that mania, and maybe anything else that pops into our heads uh, while while we're doing that. And like I said, we are driving. So if you hear any background noise, well, one, I'm sure it'll it'll pretty much be partially edited out, which is great. Um, we are driving up to New York City. Well, not New York City, but right outside, or yeah, like Queens, um, to go to the big event, which is so many big time studs are going to be there today. Uh, obviously headlined by The Undertaker, the, uh, uh, Bret the Hitman Hart's gonna be there, Braun Strowman, uh, they're gonna have a legitimate shoot vampire, Gangrel be there, <laughs> so that's, it's gonna be so, they gonna have some smoke shows like Lita, uh, Deborah McMichael's gonna be there, I, I, I had, for a shoot I had no idea she was even still alive, I apologize for that, but that was just me being honest, um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to go through 1 through 35, and we're going to kick things off, obviously, uh, with the one that started it all, which was WrestleMania 1, which was March uh, of 85. I wasn't even born yet, for those of you guys want to put stuff in perspective. I think Barone was like, I was born and a half. you were one and a half. Um, so, to tell you guys we didn't watch the show. Not watch a lot. No. Uh, but I have watched the show about 15 times uh, but so then obviously the the big moment of Wrestlemania 1 was Wrestlemania 1 yeah. um, it pretty much changed everything we know the story of how Vince McMahon gambled the entire business on hoping that this was a success um, there was no pay-per-view back then it was closed circuit television and what that basically means is and I hear it I heard it all the time growing up and I had no idea what closed circuit was like, let's just say for us, we're, we're local to Philadelphia. Back in 1985, they had the Spectrum, which were the Sixers and the Flyers played. What the Spectrum would do or what these stadiums around or arenas around the country would do is you would go to the Spectrum, you would pay maybe 20 $25. I, I don't remember how much pay-per-views were in 85, but I'm going to just throw out a number of $20. You'd pay $20 and you would watch the event inside the spectrum. That was what closed circuit meant. There was no pay-per-view. There wasn't, you couldn't watch it, I believe, from your house until like 8, 9, 10 months later, maybe a year later, when it came out on VHS. It's like going to the movies. But stadium As a, at, an an <laughs> at an arena <laughs> um, because I remember um, you know Bruce Prichard many times has said where he I think he said he went to the Houston Astrodome to watch Wrestlemania 1 That's pretty cool. which is <laughs> sitting at a Houston Astrodome watching Wrestlemania awesome. it's it, it's incredible uh, so the main event of that match, obviously everybody remembers, was Hogan and Mr. T versus uh, Roddy Piper and who? Orndorff, and Paul. Wow, Paul Orndorff, that's right. And I think uh, it was a schmaz finish, right? They had uh, Bob Orton in their corner, whose arm had been
1: broke for 13 years, I think. <laughs> Correct. And uh, I think it wasn't It hit, was Snuka. Was in Hogan's corner. Right. <clears throat> so it was kind of like one of those
0: get every star
1: involved, yeah, I guess. Yeah, had to just, like, find a spot for people, I guess. And back then, Orton and Snooker were two big names.
0: Yeah. But um, like
1: Chris and I were just talking about this before we started recording. Is uh, If you go back now and watch WrestleMania 1, it
0: does not hold up. No, it does not. <laughs> it shows that,
1: that, I mean, the production value is nowhere near what it would be in the future. I like, understand why it was you know, 35 years ago. Oh, for sure. But uh, like, the matches aren't as great. I mean, it's just... Uh, compared to what WrestleMania has turned into, it's not a good
0: show. Right, and it was a uh, MSG, so that's gonna be a running theme every. At, at the time, it was every ten pay-per-views they'd be back, and that ended obviously at around right after into WrestleMania 20. 20 uh, that was when, and then after WrestleMania 22 was when they started going into stadiums, and we'll we'll, we'll get into that. So that was WrestleMania one, um, obviously the one that started everything. Um, and then WrestleMania 2, we had an awful main event, yeah. which was uh, Hulk Hogan and, and, and Bundy in a cage match. Big blue cage. Uh, and it was I, like eight minutes or something <laughs> like that. It wasn't even that well, long. Well, there's but no way you can get more than eight minutes with King Kong Bundy man. back then. Um, so WrestleMania 2, uh, I couldn't even remember anything else out of WrestleMania 2. Yeah, can you? Back.
1: The uh, Andre and Big John Stud Body Slam Challenge, I guess that was kind of like a cool
0: moment. Yeah. But, uh, and then and
1: Andre throwing the money into the crowd
0: before he oh, even right. comes to grabs it. That's bag. right. So then, uh, so, okay, that would have been 86. So now, guys, I'm technically still not even in the world yet. <laughs> <laughs> later on that year is when I enter this world and you guys would be, you know, listening to me now, 33 years later. Um... So, WrestleMania three is one that is probably, to a lot of wrestling fans, maybe the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Probably a bunch of old-school guys think it's one of the
1: greater, the better WrestleManias.
0: Because you have, that was Hogan Andre won, And then you had Steamboat Savage. And it was 93,000 people in the Pontiac Superdome. The <laughs> Superdome. Uh, no, it was in the Silverdome in, in Michigan, and, um, at that time, man, it was the largest crowd in the history of any, you know, professional wrestling event or entertainment event, really, um, in, in, in America, which is incredible to think about what pro wrestling brought. Who did, um, I'm trying to think, who was that? That wasn't Honky Tonk and Warrior, was no, it? No, that was a SummerSlam. Oh, what was Warrior at Mania 3? I thought he did something. Was he on the car. I I thought he was. Um, I'd have to go check. If he check. was, it was
1: probably a throwaway
0: match. Usually, I'm on
1: Wikipedia looking at things but I'm
0: driving. So. it's all right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's been tasked to drive. Uh, so you, you you look at WrestleMania three, Kyle, uh, and that's pretty much the the pay per view, the WrestleMania that really made to me anyway. That's kind of where we started to see. Uh, WWF become this global entity. That was uh, like the big I mean Hogan
1: had already had his run for a little bit, but Hogan Andre, if you look back and look at like what Pritchard and uh, Conrad talk about all the time, the ratings those guys were getting on regular TV, the business they were doing, like on normal house shows and stuff like that, it was you got this new era of um, fans. This new era of fans that were like all on Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. and the old school people were Andre was their guy, and he's just been this giant monster for mm-hmm. the past 20 years, or, you know, 10 years or whatever. And it's like you know, it was that that generation's Rock Hogan. You know, it was these two eras, two icons colliding type deal, and like you said, it really
0: launched wwf into the next next level it really did and what people also don't realize is one andre had never lost andre had never even been slammed right yeah on tv right on (laughs) tv (laughs) Um, but he hadn't been slammed by hogan brother so (laughs) he had been slammed by Hogan. oh had he yeah if the the great
1: thing about back then is there was no internet (laughs) (laughs) look these things there's no disputing things yeah i've seen i saw a video where hogan slammed andre like four years before their match or something. Oh, jeez. In, like, you know, a little town show or something like that. But Everything's been ruined for yeah, me now. I also saw a video where Harley Race actually slammed Andre back. Son of a <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your childhood there, but, uh, yeah, the big storyline was Andre was undefeated for 15 years, had never been slammed, and could Hogan, like, he just turned on Hogan because Andre was a, a babyface, Right. Basically up until the lead of this match when he lined himself with Heenan. Right. I remember that when he ripped the uh, the shirt chain off Hogan in the snake pit. Oh, my God, yeah. And uh, he scratched Hogan's chest and made it bleed a little bit, which was a, good, a cool visual to see. And, uh, I can't
0: even imagine the size of his nails. No. <laughs> so, I, I actually, to to kind of toot my own horn, which I, I don't do, um, WrestleMania 3... Was the uh, largest recorded attendance of a live indoor event in North America at the time, ninety-three thousand one hundred and seventy-three, which I, I'm sure um, uh, our friend Dave Meltzer would say there was only nineteen thousand people there. Um, that clown, the uh, the event. Do
1: you see his Wrestling Observer
0: Awards? I don't even want. I saw him. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I we'll do that. all. I, I, I couldn't even begin. Uh, he. He hates WWE, WWE so much With a fucking passion. Nobody in America gives a shit about Okada yeah. or anyone in Japan. And I get like that's what he does is all of wrestling.
1: Stuff like that, but like I don't know. Like <laughs> dude if you can hate WWE, watch NXT then and watch Adam Cole put on clinics every time he gets in a ring.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's How he had, like, five or six people ahead of Adam Cole just amazes me. Like, legitimately amazes me. Listen,
1: I love what Chris Jericho's doing. He was not the wrestler of the year last year. Like, if you take everything that should go into that, his promos are great. Right. What he's doing is great. His in-ring work is nowhere near where it should be.
0: Yeah, but listen, pal, he was in a Tokyo Dome twice. He was in a Tokyo Dome, so never mind. But, yeah, we'll get into that. Um. Fuck the (laughs) amounts. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Um, The event is considered to be the pinnacle, obviously, of the 1980s wrestling boom. Uh, They had almost uh, 1 million fans watching the event at 160 closed-circuit locations in in North America. Um, And by the way, guys, this is 1987. So that is a ton of people. So think about that. A million people left their houses
1: to go watch this show. Right. Like, now you get pay-per-views struggling to have
0: people click a button on order. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, at their own house. Right. A million
1: people left their houses to travel somewhere to watch
0: Right. The WWF generated $1.6 in ticket sales, and the pay-per-view revenues were estimated at $10.5 million, setting a record uh, for the time. The only WWE event with an official higher attendance was WrestleMania 32, which was held at AT&T Stadium I was in Dallas in 2016. Um... The record for the largest indoor event stood until January of 1999 when it was surpassed by a mass with Pope John Paul II in St. Louis, Missouri that drew 104,000 people. So pro wrestling almost beat the Pope, guys. (laughs) It took 20 years for the Pope to beat pro wrestling. (laughs) It took 20 years for Catholicism to beat Vince McMahon. (laughs) Hogan was beating Jesus. (laughs) Oh, don't ever tell him that. Which answers the age-old question. Who would win? (laughs) Who would win? Um, So just going through WrestleMania uh, 3 here, I'm looking at the matches. The first match was five minutes. The second match was seven. The third was three, four, four, six. I mean, there was – you didn't have – even the Ricky Steamboat uh, match – Savage. Savage match was only 14 minutes. Which back then was a long Which time. Which was a long time back then. And then Hulk, um, it, it took 12 minutes to beat Andre the Giant. Um, and if you look surprisingly,
1: got 12 minutes.
0: I, I can't... I mean, Andre lasted Andre longer just, than King Kong Bundy. Yeah, he was
1: near death. Like, his back was destroyed.
0: Uh, yeah, it was... That was... Uh, um, I'm just looking at some of these wrestlers, man, just to see how many people are dead. <laughs> um, so it's... <laughs> Um, So that was WrestleMania three, and obviously that was kind of where everything really started to change for WWF. This was where... And I think the Hogan slamming
1: Andre will be a WrestleMania moment forever, like a top five moment. It it has to be. There's nothing that I don't ever see beating that. You know, no matter what they do, that, like we said, launched WWF into the next level. And just like we said, the build, he'd never been beat, never been, quote-unquote, never been slammed. That right, moment, like that picture, of Hogan slam and Andre is just iconic and will live forever.
0: No, right, and what's cool is like that's that's the event that brought casual fans into the business. Um, so we're let's let's kind of go now into WrestleMania Four. Um, this took place March 27th in '88 uh, at the historic Atlantic City Conventional Hall in Atlantic City, New Jersey. That beautiful city of. <laughs> that, that we have <laughs> uh, around here the uh, announced attendance it's amazing when you go from eight ninety-three thousand people to 19,200 um, however though it did draw a 6.5 buy rate on pay-per-view that's a big time number if the WWE got a 6.5 buy rate now they would probably sell the company to Amazon <laughs> I think that's how big a 6.5 would be uh, today Um so what this was was it was a 14 man single elimination tournament that year um the, uh, it was a four hour spectacular now Wrestlemania is like 12 hours long um and we know that because we have we were, were WrestleMania well, for a whole
1: fucking seven hours we were inside
0: <laughs> that's correct um so basically, it was a, a, a battle royal, and there was, I believe, 16 matches on the card, um, which is a lot for pro wrestling in 1988. Um, I'm, I'm, so running down these these matches, the the event, obviously, was headlined. Um, it, it, Randy Savage defeated Ted DiBiase for the vacant WWF World Heavyweight Championship. They built that
1: WrestleMania around Hulk Andre, the rematch. Right. Because they both got a first round bye. Right. And uh, wrestled each other to start the second round. Yeah. So that was like the big selling point.
0: Which was crazy because they wrestled for about six minutes um, and they were ninth on the card. Yeah. Which tells me that Hulk had to get back to get catered before group service went out. <laughs> 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 uh, it was a bullshit finish if you watch it. It was a double DQ. So, like,
1: they both hit each other with chairs. Right. So, why did the second person get DQ? I don't understand. Yeah, like, when you hit someone with a chair, the ref saw both of it happen. Right. Why didn't the first guy just keep DQ'd? Because then the match is over. So if you hit him back with a chair, who cares? But Correct. It was like, a, we need a way to get both these guys off the card. Mm-hmm. So let's just come out with this dumb double DQ type.
0: And, and I wonder if they put Hogan and Andre at nine to give the crowd a chance to get ready to crown Savage. Yeah, I think it was like a a
1: bunch of matches. We had to get through the first round. Right. So here, now watch. Like,
0: here's another big spot mm-hmm.
1: in the tournament
0: or in the show. And then, uh, It's almost like, here, here's Hogan. Get, get, get you up. Get you ready to go. Get your Hulkster. Get him the pose at the end. Yeah. Um, you see Andre. But then you got another hour or so to get ready and prepare yourselves back again to see Savage. I'm pretty sure it was this one, I think it was, where Jesse the body
1: after the match, Hogan's posing, and he's like, look at this idiot. He just lost the match. <laughs> What's he posing
0: for? <laughs> Which um, was great. Jesse's uh, heel back then was phenomenal. Uh, he's probably, to me, the top three most underrated performer in the history of the yeah. business. Not because he's of like his wrestling, but, yeah, he doesn't. Um, so the, I think what I remember WrestleMania most was Jake the Snake versus Rick Rude. He went to a... Uh, Draw, didn't it? It did, but it was 15 minutes. It was the longest match on the card, other than the uh, uh, the the 15th match of the night, which was uh, Demolition beat Strike Force. That great team of Rick Martel and Tito Santana that went 12 and a half minutes. That's when they got their title, right? Yes, um. So to, uh, literally, I just watched uh, Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude. I want to say Thursday because of what happened. I got into a Jake mood after Jacob uh, <laughs> premiered on uh, uh, AEW, and the, the, the mf or man, the amount of drugs he's taken in his life doesn't hurt his promo skills. He no, can still talk. Did you you watched it right? Yes. It was like some people, like The Rock or a Jericho, they're you're born to be able to talk. He can just talk. But what's cool about Jake is that he could be cutting a funny promo, but he delivers it that makes you scared of him. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people don't get the why he was calling Cody Caesar. It's because the next AEW show
1: is right after the Ides of March. Right. Where the Ides of March was Caesar got fucking stabbed. So it's like, What? Like, where the fuck does Jake come up with, like, think of stuff like that? I know. And the only reason I understood it is because I read it somewhere. And I was like, dude, no one would think of that. No one outside of him. Like, you'd have to look ahead in advance. And, like, oh, wait, the odds of March is the 15th or shows the 18th. He's calling him Caesar, letting him know he's going to fucking be assassinated.
0: Like, his mind is so smart. He's so smart. I'm just going to say here, and this is a, a shoot, and I... I just had goosebumps go down my entire body because I had no idea that's why he said Caesar. Yeah. I and Like, I read it. I'm like, why the fuck does he keep calling? Like, <laughs> I thought I he... It, I was like, is he back on drugs because he doesn't know <laughs> his fucking
1: name? <laughs> he doesn't know Cody's name anymore? But, yeah, then I read into it and I was like, dude, how
0: smart is he to come up with that? I thought he said Caesar because I remember hearing how... Um, I forget who it was, uh, 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 back in the day, you used to call Vince Caesar. Uh, it was, wow. oh man, uh, it was I never heard that. The, the Indian from the, he was a booker. Strongbow? Yeah. Chief, Chief J. Strongbow, If depending on the mood that Vince was in, he would either call him Vince Jr. or Caesar. Wow. And I thought because Jake knows that Cody basically runs the company, he's calling him Caesar. But that that obviously makes a hell of a lot more sense, because I'm sure Jake doesn't know that they called <laughs> uh, that Chief J. Strong, but if he did, he doesn't remember. Cocaine ruined that memory, I'm sure. Um, but that that's incredible. I had no idea. Yeah, Jake is probably, in my opinion, the top 10 greatest performers of all time, and he didn't even have a long enough run. But... That guy, man, could cut a promo. But you listen to guys like Stone Cold, or you listen to guys like, even I've heard The Rock say a big inspiration to me growing up was Jake because he made everything look so believable. And in the, the era of screaming into the
1: camera to get your promo over. Yes. Like if you go back in the 80s and early 90s, it was all like, how loud can I be as I scream into this camera? <laughs> Jake would whisper.
0: Right. And you're like, you have to, like, lean in to listen to him. He was just different. And he was, you know. That's, you, you're, you ain't lying. Um, that's awesome. I, I had no idea that's why he called him Caesar. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, all right, so WrestleMania five, and this is. This is where I kind of started getting my my feet wet into wrestling because I remember watching this event uh, at my aunt's house. She's the one that got me into wrestling. One day I'm going to have her on the show uh, because she's full of knowledge of wrestling at this time. We could get you and her to argue over Uh, who's better, dude. Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. It'd be really bad. I don't know how you guys are related because you're (laughs) such a Michaels mark and she's such a Bret Hart mark. I think even at five years old, I wanted to be defiant against her, and she loved Brett, and I loved Sean, so it's just kind of, like, whoever she liked, I hated. Like, because she hated Hulk Hogan. I... yeah, Did she, really? she hated him, and I, and I remember being young and I remember her saying, "I don't like Hogan, but you can, Chris, if you want." <laughs> and I just, I, I mean, I was five. How can you not like this massive cartoon character posing and beating everybody? Yeah.
1: I like when I like see people talk about when they, people my age and our age are like, "I never really liked Hulk Hogan." Okay, when I was a kid, you're a fucking liar. You are. You grew up and turned against him. Right. I was like, right. There's no way, like every kid in the world. Hulk Hogan. If
0: you were five, right, in 1989. You know what I mean? Like, so. fun fact: in 1990, I wanted to marry Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's your fun fact Saturday. Uh, yeah, my aunt reminds me of it to this day. I'm 33; she's 40, and uh, she. Shows me the video she took one day. She said, Chris, what do you want to do when you grow up in this video? And I said, I want to marry Hulk Hogan. So, (laughs) it worked out for you. Linda got half his shit, way more than half his shit. I know. (laughs) Why couldn't I have been in that sex tape? I would have made a lot of money from Gawker, too. but uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a that's a fact for you guys today. And when I was five, Chris wanted to marry Hulk Hogan. I had no idea what that meant back then. But hey, you know, look, we shoot for the stars, and <laughs> it doesn't always work and out. There's no bigger star in the business. <laughs> it's correct. So WrestleMania Five, everybody knows this one was held. Uh, second straight year, Atlantic City. That's never happened uh, since. Uh, it, f- two straight, Donald Trump paid his ass off to have WrestleMania back to back in and AC. I
1: believe WrestleMania 5.
0: A million dollar man comes in a ring he walks up to
1: Donald Trump and shakes yes seat. and Jesse puts over like look at the millionaires talking type
0: deal <laughs> like, oh it's good shit it is this was headlined headlined by the Mega Powers explode and that was like a year long build which was
1: it, if you think about it WrestleMania 4 when Savage went over Hogan's in the ring with him basically to show the fans like no, I'm giving this guy my approval. Right. He's the next guy. Right. So they kind of formed it then. So, like you said, it was a year long story of them being together, running through people as a tag team, and then
0: splitting up. It was a perfect build. You look back now, and that build holds, uh, because- 100% holds. What's awesome about these builds for a year back then, is people also don't remember the fact that there was no television show. You didn't have a weekly television show like Monday Night Raw. You know, Saturday Night's main event, but it wasn't the same. It was every
1: few months. Yeah, but it wasn't the same people every time either. Mm-hmm. Where like, like, I always remember the, the Mega Powers and the Twin Towers when they officially split. When they threw Liz through the ropes. Or they threw Savage through the ropes. <laughs> tough bump, Liz. What a bump them. for Liz. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> other weeks would be headlined by a warrior and hockey talk.
0: Right. Something like that. Right. And yeah, so probably you probably turned it down. <laughs> um, so what that's mega powers and that was probably I i want to say that might have been the biggest main event that that, I mean, okay, Hogan Andre was Hogan Andre. But you talk about a, a storyline. I mean, dude, this was Randy Savage and Hogan in their prime. And this is headlining a huge mania. Yeah. Um, then this was when you started watching, yeah. right? Yeah, I started... Sorry, we're listening. To it's me. fine, it's fine. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, I started watching like
1: 89, like I said, it was like the big year I started getting it. Like, I remember everything from mega powers being together to break it all
0: right so this was also this is an era now in wrestling where you're starting to get into the new generation not the new generation I'm talking about from like 93 94 but you're getting into Um, you know, now in this, in the business of WWF, it's no longer just Hulk Hogan. Like you have, they're establishing new stars, right? You have, not only do you have Hogan and Savage on top here, but there's that undercurrent now of the ultimate warrior, which will go into the following year. And we'll, we'll obviously get into that. Um, but the mega powers exploding, man. This was uh, Savage going into WrestleMania as the champion, correct? And this is where you know he's going to pass the torch to that young superstar Hulk Hogan yeah. to put him over the, the top. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is a uh, 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 this is the culmination of a year-long build where uh, Savage went heel. Um, and Hogan now is chasing, uh, for the first time in his career, really chasing a champion. Um, so Mega Powers Explode was WrestleMania five. Uh, I go back now and I watch that. My favorite part about WrestleMania five is the opening that you hear Vince talking about the stars aligning. Oh, uh, yeah. Um... And then he goes into Mega Powers Exploding. And then he has a better one next year when he talks about opening it up. <laughs> WrestleMania 6 with the warrior. They, they have the stars, like, like the horoscopes. Yeah. <laughs> that was back in the good old days of Vince really getting into
1: his Vince voice. Like, yes.
0: mega power! Like all of that. <laughs> it was great. Oh, that's good stuff. Um that was that was great. So WrestleMania. What, what I love about that, not to cut you off, is like, no, it's fine. I just want that happen. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) You go,
1: like, as a kid, all you heard was, like, this voice. Yeah. Because Vince wasn't on TV, really. Right. So I had no idea who he was except for being the announcer. He was, like, a voiceover guy and kind of an announcer. And now you grow up and you're like, that was the fucking owner of the company. Right. (laughs) Doing these things, you know what I mean? Where anyone else would be like, I'll find someone to do that. But he wanted to be, like...
0: I'll tell you what, man, and I'm being honest, it wasn't until like 96, 97 that I knew that Vince McMahon owned the company. One, again, we didn't have social media back then and we didn't really have computers in 96, 97 where I could Google who the hell Vince McMahon was. Yeah. I just heard his voice. I was like, oh, cool. He's the announcer every week on Monday Night Raw and on pay per views. Like, I, I, I never got the, the the 411 that, oh, like, that's the owner of this entire company. I had no idea. Um, for a while, I thought Jack Tunney was the owner of the yeah. company <laughs> because I, I was just like, oh, all right. He's making all these big time decisions. Yeah, he was like the. <laughs>
1: President of the company, and like you know, listen, you Google who he was, and he really had nothing to do with <laughs> he WWE. Nothing to do. He was like a promoter from Canada or something like that. That they just put on air,
0: right? <laughs> the things you believe when you're yeah, right. 10 years old, not even. Um, like so, WrestleMania 5 had Brutus Beefcake versus Ted DiBiase, who uh, Brutus the fucking a barber, fucking barber. <laughs> <laughs> um. Demolition to beat the powers of pain. Um, that was a oh, Brain Busters versus Strike Force. That must have been a good one. Um, Jake the Snake beat Andre. That was when uh, Big John Studd was a special guest referee. Uh, the Heart Foundation beat Rhythm and Blues. Rick Rude uh, defeated the Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental title. Because
1: he, uh, he reversed something and he, going back throwing rules out the window. <laughs> Warrior's legs were under the rope And Heenan grabbed onto his feet And held him down So he couldn't kick out of it So like And I remember Jesse the body going They outsmarted him They outsmarted him <laughs> But his feet were under the rope So it shouldn't have counted anyway like That's he, right That's the right ref strategically placed himself Where he was looking the other way
0: Yeah Oh that's amazing Um Alright WrestleMania 6 Um At this point This era of rest WWF is at a fever pitch And now you're bringing in now you've somehow convinced Hulk Hogan to put over the, 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 the most maniacal pro wrestler I've ever, yeah. you know, studied. But at the time... At the time, he was... Hogan was doing a movie, wasn't he going away to film something? Yeah, what was he doing? Santa with Muscles or something like that? Nah, that was... I think it was... Uh, was it No Holds Barred? No Holds Barred. Oh. No? Yeah, I think it was No Holds Barred. It's on Netflix something right did. now for free. Yeah, and watch it's, that. It's yeah, fucking yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but um, watch the whole thing every time. It's, it's, it's
1: nostalgic.
0: <laughs> um, oh, but you also have the shirt, Rip em. Rip 'em. must I be the coolest the, shirt of all yeah. time. Um, so you, you go from a 19,000 seat arena... In WrestleMania Five, WrestleMania Six, the Sky Dome baby in Toronto, sixty-seven thousand seven hundred people um, to see uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior uh, get his moment now on top to have Hulk Hogan pass the torch to him, which was
1: they booked it as champion versus champion. Right, Warrior was the Intercontinental Champion. Right, and if you think back, like. What the fuck was Hogan going to do with the Intercontinental belt? He, know. You know what I mean? Like, Looking back now you go, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. Even though as a kid, I always fucking killed me to watch Ultimate Warrior pin my man. <laughs> but, uh, Were you a Warrior fan? I liked him because he was a good guy. Oh, I see. He was a cartoon character. Right. But Hogan was, you know, the number one wrestling guy ever. And as, what was that, what was that, 90? 90. So I was five
0: turning six Still, Hulk Hogan was, or no, I was six seven. Okay. I will say, fun fact again for everybody, this was the very first year that I vividly remember becoming a wrestling fan. This was my first uh, big event that I watched. Um, I went to, I was allowed to, one, have off the next day from school, and so thanks, Mom and Dad, for that. And I went to my aunt's house, and she ordered the pay-per-view. Uh, and that's and I and I watched WrestleMania six live uh, on on pay-per-view. Dude, and, I watched it at Derby's bar. In Riverside? I Riverside. Dave I, me- yeah, Dave. I remember Dave. Dave was, yeah, absolutely. Just,
1: again, Rest in peace. This is how big wrestling was. He, yeah, Dave was one of the nicest people ever, I've
0: ever met. Yeah, ever. one of the best people He's I've such ever a good I, dude. I love that guy. Um,
1: Wrestling was so big. Like this dive bar in Riverside used to get the pay-per-view. Oh, it's so great. So, like, I remember going there and watching it, like at a bar, <laughs> as a six-year-old. Wow. I'm in a bar watching fucking wrestling. All
0: so awesome. That was broken hearted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of time this yeah. was. Um, straight. I'm assuming so. Yes. Yeah, Never been there. This this is yeah. tough. Oh my God! Look at this. What it's is this nice. narrow? Um, Welcome to New York. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, yeah, I remember, I mean, I remember my aunt going all out. She, would. Uh, okay, my aunt, so if I was four, my aunt was seven plus four is what, 11? So my aunt was 11. Um, so my mom-mom uh, was the one that went all out. Like, she made homemade meatballs. She They ordered pizza. Like, it was a wonderful night to be a four-year-old. Um <laughs> And I remember just being dropped off at, like, 6 o'clock at night, and we ate, and, you know, my my mom set everything up downstairs. Or, no, we had the living room for four hours. It was great. And I had all the, the little wrestling figures there to play with, and um, my aunt had bought me a, and I'm sure she, not, okay, my aunt didn't do it. She had my mom-mom. My Get me like a Hulk Hogan T-shirt because I'm sure Nancy hated it at the time because she hated <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Um, so that was that was so much fun, and I can't believe I remember this because this was actually before I turned four because I turned four that November. Um, uh, but that was just a huge moment uh, for me, and this is basically where I I pick things up in terms of of wrestling, and it's obviously been thirty. 30 years. Yeah, 30 years this year. This April will be 30 years that I've I've been watching pro wrestling. Um, so th- this was a, a, a huge, huge pay-per-view. Uh, just looking at some of the matches on here. This was the... Wow, another toll. Man, New York really gets you, man, yeah, it with these tolls. $17. Oh, my God. Well, it's okay. I'll, I'll Venmo you, like, $250. <laughs> um, and also another cool, fun fact. This was the first time... That I saw Shawn Michaels, and this was where he became my favorite wrestler because um, this was the Orient Express defeated the Rockers because the Rockers never won back then. Yeah, in hindsight, uh... <laughs> not not great, not, not yeah. great booking. They were just the hot, they were the Hardy Boys of that era.
1: And it was weird too. It's like the Orient Express really weren't anything special. Why did and the Rockers were over? I know because they were like these young, colorful, fast-paced, like great. Uh, Tag Team Specialist I remember that This was like the first time I ever heard that Tag Team and, specialists. Uh, the Rockers were great And to put the Orient Express over them I didn't understand
0: That booking No I don't understand But that match came Right after Dusty Rhodes With Sapphire Um Uh and, and with Miss Elizabeth mm. Defeated Queen Sherry And Rainy Savage That match got Eight minutes Hey, really? looking back people remember that match but it only got 8 minutes um, Ted DiBiase beat Jake Roberts that night uh, about 12 minute match and then the Ultimate Warrior and Hogan went 23 minutes
1: Hogan pulled 20 fucking minutes out of the Ultimate Warrior yeah and there was a, a great story I heard about Hogan saying uh, 5 minutes in Warrior's like alright let's go home he like, no. okay. I think it was like when he had a reverse chin lock on him or something like that, Warrior was like, all right, let's go home, let's go home. I, I doubt Hogan's Warrior like, even knew what that meant. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> and Hogan was like, no, uh, we're going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it he actually ex- pulled a good match out of it. Like, it was actually a good match if you go back and watch it.
0: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I, I, I enjoy the entrances Before, that night. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Or who was <laughs> in it, too. Like, yeah. Hogan, like we seen in Japan, Hogan could work his ass off. But in WWF, he didn't need to, and he didn't have to. Right. And Warrior couldn't really work, but you
0: <laughs> uh, pulled something out of him that night, man. This is the third toll within, like, half a mile.
1: Yeah. It's insanity, This bill's going to be fun. <laughs> 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 Whatever.
0: You're meeting The Undertaker.
1: I am. <laughs> when people ask how much it costs, I'm going to tackle him $50. So <laughs> <pull this.
0: laughs> um... So then we go to uh, uh, we go to WrestleMania seven now, and this is uh, where Savage and and Liz reunite, right? And this was a big deal. And um, let me go. I have to pull up the information on that one real quick. Um, so, yeah, so this was March 24th of 91. This also, this the main event of this was Slaughter versus a heel, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, going up against Hulk Hogan. Um, this one was in L.A., only 16,000 people. Um, so I'm trying to go through this match okay, this as well. This is when, if you remember
1: at the Royal Rumble, Slaughter took the belt from the Ultimate Warrior, and I'll never forget Savage... Crushing Warrior's head with that scepter. Oh my
0: god, yeah. It's one
1: of the stiffest fucking shots. Because it doesn't, like, it's gimmicked, but it doesn't sound like it was gimmicked that well. And it's just, like, hard plastic on his fucking head.
0: So, here was the, the the cool story that came out of this, actually. This is WrestleMania 7. was originally scheduled to be held at the LA Memorial Coliseum, but the WWF decided to move the event Uh, adjacent Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena. The WWF stated reason for the venue change was that it had security concerns in wake of Sergeant Slaughter's portrayal of the Iraqi sympathizer during the Gulf War. Um, Talk about heat, pal.
1: Remember him telling a story about how... Remember when he burnt Hulk Hogan's shirt on, I think it was Saturday night main event, like he was being interviewed, and he lit his shirt on fire? Yes. They said... He said Vince wanted him to burn the American flag. Oh, and I he was that? Like,
0: no. Yeah, definitely <laughs> like, not. Not
1: doing that. He's like, but let's take the next closest thing that was considered Americana, which was Hulkamania.
0: Right. But smart move on his part because he would have
1: been fucking.
0: Forever. Oh, he would have been shot on scene. Yeah. Um, so, this was actually dismissed by outlets such as Slam, which is in Canada, uh, the ESPN of Canada at the time. Chalked up the venue change to poor advanced ticket sales and the company having difficulty filling the estimated 100,000 seats available. Uh, according to Bruce Pritchard, both were accurate statements, actually. In his podcast, uh, Pritchard said that even if the WWF had sold out the Coliseum, the scope of the event was too large for police to ensure its security. Um, Pritchard explained further in an interview with Kayfabe commentaries that WWF would have to have had foot would have to have foot the bill for the entire. Uh, for the entire amount of security necessary to keep wrestlers and fans safe from potential issues um, citing both the possibility of an outside attack and the crime rate of the surrounding neighborhood um, crazy how real Russell was back
1: then <laughs> I know and it's a, so real Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah. it's entertainment Everyone still took that shit seriously.
0: It's that's insane. I didn't know that. I, for, I didn't know that story that they wanted to go in the college sale. You
1: know what's funny? If you did that now, if they had like an ISIS sympathizer, which they would never do, but if they did, like you'd have all these social justice words bitching about it online, but no one would ever do anything in person. Back no. then, they're like, we can't get enough security to ensure no one's going to jump the guard around and attack this guy. I
0: know. <laughs> that's so good. Different errors, man. Right. It's crazy uh this match actually you know for the first time the rockers won they beat uh the barbarian uh we saw what else barbarian haku this was haku uh yeah the barbarian haku uh that's in real life life? oh oh that never fucking happened. no only in wrestling uh (laughs) the nasty boys defeated the heart foundation Uh, that was a for the tag team championship wow that was a bad move um The Ultimate Warrior, this was, um, this was what, basically, this was what the pay-per-view was actually known for, which was a 21-minute match between the Ultimate Warrior, uh, who defeated Randy Savage in what was supposed to be a retirement match, um, but everyone remembers this match is where you, you saw, um, although Savage lost the match, he gained back, um, Miss Elizabeth. Uh, which was such a massive moment. Yeah, that's uh, for the
1: moment out of that pay per
0: view. Yeah, it was a huge moment at the time for pro wrestling. Oh, no. um, I have no idea, actually. I think <laughs> supposed to go that way. Uh, well, it all kind of. No, I don't think so. It doesn't look that way. This isn't moving. Oh well, that's always a positive. Um, Hogan, wow, Hogan got 21 minutes out of. Alright, we hit pause right around the end of talking about WrestleMania 7 because when you guys get into Queens, it's kind of a little bit of a rough shot Prince trying a to yeah, where you gotta where you wanna be. So uh we hit pause right at the end going into uh eight. So we were going into WrestleMania 8, which was the return of the ultimate warrior. Was that after he held Vince up for more money? No, nah, that was after that, the uh, that was <laughs> That was right before the um, match made in hell. Oh that's right.
1: Yeah, that's SummerSlam, right? Yes, mints for like, what was it, like 250 grand? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this was when he came back with that short Dutch boy haircut.
0: Oh my gosh. Where everyone
1: thought it was a different warrior because they thought warrior died or whatever.
0: Oh, that's yeah, right. There's well, that's two warriors. The same guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Well, this was a massive WrestleMania in terms of size uh, coming off of WrestleMania 7. Uh, this one took place on ni- uh, April 5th, 92, the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis. Uh, 62,000 people. Um, so this one was headlined. Um, obviously, what this WrestleMania was known for uh, was the return of the Ultimate Warrior. Um, this was actually uh, the, 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 the match where. Uh, we just got done meeting The Undertaker, where it was Taker versus Jake Roberts. Only six and a half minutes, that match was. Yeah, his was.
1: First, uh, first WrestleMania
0: match. Yeah, and then the main the main event, actually it was a two-main eventer. So, midway through, uh, the sixth match of the night was Hulk Hogan beat Sid Justice in a singles match. Uh, this is one of, like, eight times Sid was in a WWF. Um, so, Sid... Uh, Hogan, of course, won that. And then the the main event of this one was Randy Savage defeating Ric Flair um, for the WWF title. Um, So that wasn't necessarily the most memorable WrestleMania. Um, I feel like the best moment coming out of it was
1: Warrior coming back.
0: Yes. So now we go into WrestleMania 9. We could probably skip right the fuck over this Yeah. And it... It's actually, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make this one quick because this is arguably, to most people, the consensus is the worst WrestleMania uh, in the history. I'm sorry, it was Taker's second WrestleMania. Yes. I said first. It's fine. It's okay. Um, so this one was um, in Caesars Palace in Nevada uh, in 93. Um, it was the first WrestleMania that was held outdoors. Uh, just about 17,000 people. It should have been the last. It been the last. <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, for those of you who know, just go online and look at that event. It's It wasn't the best. Um, the best moment, like I joked
1: around earlier, was when it ended. It was just, like, not a good show. It wasn't. It looked like it was thrown together. And yep. I guess if you're going, like, mania moment was when Hogan won the title off Yoko. In,
0: <laughs> in 20 seconds. seconds um yeah. That was the year that the Undertaker went up against the technical masterpiece Giant Gonzalez. Uh, put on a clinic. <laughs> put on a clinic. Um, that that's that was a WrestleMania where Taker can be like for the rest of his career. You just owe me. You yeah. owe me for it. <laughs> um, so like like uh, Kyle said, that was a year that Bret Hart lost to Yokozuna, um, and then all of a sudden. You know, in the most awkward way possible, Hulk Hogan returns with a massive black eye. Yeah. And well, he was in the tag match earlier. He was. That they lost by DQ or something like that. Right. And then,
1: like, why would the tag guy, a tag team guy, come out to save? Bre-
0: like, it was just so it weird. It really was. It was, that was the match you talk about was Money, Inc. beating the Mega Maniacs.
1: Mega Maniacs, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right, so we move on to the next one. Here we go, WrestleMania 10, and just like WrestleMania 1, uh, we are back in Madison Square Garden, um, which at the time here was the biggest WrestleMania gate uh, in the history of, of uh, Madison Square Garden uh, was WrestleMania 10, and that wouldn't be uh, touched again, I believe, until, uh, man, I forget what it was, the event that was held in MSG, Um, Oh, we just talked about it—the Royal Rumble uh, that that was held uh, in '99, I think it was '99, the '99 Rumble. Yeah, the one. one. Then it was 2000. Yes. So this WrestleMania was obviously known, and uh, for two things, in my opinion, this WrestleMania is the greatest opening match in the history of, of WWF which was Owen versus Brett. Owen gets the win gets the big pin there and of course the the very first I guess you could say on pay-per-view the very first ladder match uh, Michaels versus Razor uh, what a, just incredible incredible it really set the tone um, for what we see now it, I mean now it's just you know it's been kind of you know uh, bastardized in, in terms of, you know, it's just spot after spot after spot. In this match, if you go back and watch it, I mean, do yourself a favor and go watch the match. I mean, it was you, the, the ladder was used when it needed to be used. It wasn't used always for just a spot. Yeah. Um, so to me, this is still maybe top three, the best ladder matches still to this day. Um, it's crazy too when you like, when it happened. Sorry,
1: I'm driving. It's, it's fine. fine. But like when it happened, um Sean jumping off the ladder was like this monster spot <laughs> No. It's insanity. It was it's crazy. And if you look, he's like a foot higher than the normal turnbuckle. He's at <laughs> on the top of the ladder. And I then know. like, you know, fast forward you got Jeff Hardy doing fucking <laughs> swan <top> bombs <bothers laughs> off the top top of a thirty foot ladder. You know what I mean? Like, right. but at the time it was crazy. Like the was nuts to think of. Right. Exactly. Technical-wise, and the story they told, it was a phenomenal match.
0: And it's almost, you look back at it now, we're 26 years later, and not enough credit goes to Scott Hall, Razor yeah. Ramon. I mean, he. A lot of people always say the words, you know, that match was great because Shawn Michaels wrestled a ladder. It's great and all, but man, there. You know, it takes two to go. Yeah. And Scott Hall was good. Scott really. Hall could sell, yeah. man. For a guy that was like 6'5", six five, six six. So yeah, that was that WrestleMania was known for the for those two matches. That was over eighteen thousand people uh, at Madison Square Garden for WrestleMania ten go to WrestleMania 11. Uh, That was at the Hartford Civic Center. Uh, 16,000 people showed up to that. This match... Yeah, to me, this was known as the coming... For me, it was the coming out main event party for Michaels. Uh, That was where WWF finally realized after his match with Diesel that, oh, we have a baby face on our hands, pal. Um, And that was basically where everything started shifting from... You know, Sid being the next big time baby face, or Diesel being that big time baby face too. We got to scrap every plan we have, and we got to put Michaels as our number one baby face. Yes. Um, that was also the mania that the main event, the final match of WrestleMania 11, was LT and Bam Bam Bigelow.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> in hindsight, not a great idea.
0: Nah, no, no, no. Um, WrestleMania 12 was held in Anaheim, California. Uh, that's, I mean, synonymous for one thing, and that was Iron Man match, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels coming down from the rafters. I mean, yeah, at the
1: time, that's the moment of that whole baby was like him sliding down from the rafters.
0: Yeah, it pretty cool. I agree, it, and that was also this was people also don't remember this was the comeback, the third comeback I guess you could say, the second comeback for the Ultimate Warrior. He squashed one Triple H at right. uh, WrestleMania twelve. Um, I forget who uh, Undertaker wrestled at that one. Let me see. Oh, he defeated King Kong Bundy.
1: King Kong Bundy, <laughs> yeah. Another
0: one where he's got Vince Ozen. Yeah, it's Vince Ozan for that one as well. We got
1: Russell Bundy 10 years after his prime. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so WrestleMania 12, we talked about that, obviously. So next one was WrestleMania 13. Um, now we're pretty much, I guess you can say in the very beginning stages of the Attitude Era here. Uh, this one was at the Rosemont Horizon, one of the most famous um, arenas for pro wrestling. Uh, I believe the Rosemont Horizon was Stone Cold's favorite uh, arena to ever wrestle in because he always said how the wooden the wooden um, ceiling for the, the acoustics, the noise level was just amazing. So, WrestleMania 13. Pretty much, you can sum this up with two words: Austin and Hart. And uh, arguably, in my opinion, maybe the second greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Yeah. Maybe even the first. Um, arguably, it's top three. Oh, absolutely. Um, so a couple notable things: this was The Rock's this was The Rock's first WrestleMania. He defeated the Sultan. Uh, Akishi. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Uh, Triple H beat Goldust in 15 minutes. Um, so, yeah, this was, you know, Bret Hart, 22 minutes. Uh, Ken Shamrock was the special guest referee, and this is where everybody. Hey, fucking jacked. Yes. Ch- he was so big. I don't know how he wore a shirt. <laughs> Barely got his arms <laughs> in it. it was he fucking did. fucking huge. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, for those of you who haven't watched it in a while or never watched it. To go to WWE Network and just watch, just wrestling magic, uh, and the double turn that occurred in that in that match between uh, uh, Austin and, and Bret Hart. And
1: the moment, like the big moment that came out of that, is when he has Austin in the Sharpshooter. Yeah. And Austin does the push up, and blood just pouring down his face. Yeah. Like it's such a great
0: visual. It really is. Um, oh man! It's, I mean, they made T-shirts out of it. And I'm sure Austin cashed in on that, too. Um, (laughs) uh, The the main event of that event, yes, was not and Austin. It was The Undertaker defeating Psycho Sid. Uh, No disqualification for the WWF Championship. The Undertaker got 22 minutes out of Psycho Sid. (laughs) Jesus. WrestleMania 15, or 14. Now, this is it. This is where... The complete turn of the of, of the entire business occurred, and um, a couple months earlier was basically the end of the Monday Night Wars, I guess you could say. Once Mike Tyson was brought into the fold, um, this, this this event was in Boston. Uh, it, it, it was just this is where you could say, legitimately, Jr. said, "At the Austin era began." Uh, and it ended, you know, the one career was skyrocketing to the top, which was awesome, and it ended the career for then uh, Shawn Michaels, but the story of that WrestleMania, man, it's crazy where you have a WrestleMania match, and the third wheel of a WrestleMania-made event was Shawn Michaels. Yeah. At the time, you can say he was the greatest in-ring wrestler ever at that time, and he's not an afterthought, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's going into that event as the champion, yeah. and, uh, and it was all about Tyson and all about Tyson, and I get it. It obviously back then being a, a mark for Shawn Michaels, I'm like, well, what the heck? Like he's the champion, no one gives a crap. The great story Austin told about
1: um, when Vince came to him and said, "How would you like to fight? Have a legit fight with Mike Tyson?" <laughs> and Stone Cold was like, "What are you fucking nuts?" <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Oh my god. So I guess you know Vince still couldn't step out of a KF plan. Yeah. None that fight would have
0: lasted. It would have been faster than fucking Butterbean and bark. <laughs> it was just, man, like Vince just lives in this, you know, perpetual bubble yeah. where he thinks, man, I mean, it's Tyson and Austin. Austin can hang. Yeah, no. No,
1: he, they would have murdered your fucking top baby face. You <laughs> would have never got off the ground.
0: Either. Oh, terrible. Uh, other notable uh, matches in that one was, uh, you know, the Rock... Uh, and let's see here Defeated Ken Shamrock in 5 minutes uh, Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie Defeated the New Age Outlaws um, And then a great one here Was Undertaker for the first, the first Their first WrestleMania matchup Beat Kane uh, 17 minutes uh, Somehow Stone Cold got uh, 20 minutes Out of Shawn Michaels that night With uh, his broken, broken mass body Um So that was WrestleMania 14, and we are now just full bore in the Attitude Era. Uh, WrestleMania 15 uh, was local to us, was inside the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. And, of course, that's basically, this was Rock Austin 1. And, man, it was a hot hot time to be a wrestling fan man There's, there were 20,000 uh, people were in Philadelphia for this event uh, the gate was 1. 1.4 1.45 million um, for, for for this event just a massive massive success um, and if you guys look back Wrestlemania 15 was also a trash pay per view <laughs> it was a terrible I mean you saw Butterbean just almost murder a man in the ring in 35 seconds um you know, you had in this match, Kane beat Triple H. Um, Shea McMahon wrestled X-Pac. The Undertaker, um, you know, murdered a man by hanging <laughs> against the big boss
1: man. And then Boss Man shows up the next week on television. Like,
0: Correct. I didn't die. You know. Can you, look, I've never been, and this is just me, I've never ever in my life been uncomfortable watching pro wrestling. Except for when Big Boss Man yeah. was getting hung. It's so like... It's weird. It should have never been done. If you're the Undertaker, and this comes up to you, and you know you have Vince doing what Vince does, you know, selling it like, well, goddamn, God Mark, why don't you hang him at the end, yeah. and, and we'll lift the cell? And it, I mean, it won't be a shoot hanging. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll protect his neck, but what if you hang him? But like the Vision,
1: he was on TV the next week. <laughs> so why even hang the guy? Outside of like, I guess it's a cool visual. He hung somebody, but he didn't leave for a
0: while. You know? It's like, a blood and cuts town. Yeah, yeah. Hang a guy. <laughs> they had ECW. We can we can do this. Um, but yeah, he, the moment of that is
1: just Rock Austin one. I think
0: that that absolutely Rock Austin one. About it's almost 17 minutes. Um, Austin takes takes that, um, and then the next WrestleMania. Now we're entering a new millennium, and at this point, WCW is as you know as dead as as you could possibly be. Um, a throwaway WrestleMania, I feel, was WrestleMania 2000. Yeah,
1: outside of the what ladders match?
0: Yeah, really they're 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 back in uh in in the Arrowhead pond in Anaheim. I mean, I, I guess the reason why it just feels like it's a dead it's a dead WrestleMania was this was the first Mania without Austin. No Austin, no Taker. No. they tried
1: every match had multiple people in it. There were no one-on-ones.
0: Yeah. yeah was... This was the triangle ladder match and Christian, the Dudleys and Jeff uh man Jeff Hardy 22 and a half minutes of a car crash. Um Another really good match in this one uh, was Chris Benoit defeated Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, that was 13 and a half minutes. And then the, the, the main event here was that Fatal 4 Elimination with Triple H, The Rock, Mick Foley, and The Big Show. And uh, Triple H won that.
1: Man in every
0: corner. Correct. That was the tagline of everything. Uh, that was a 37-minute main event. Jesus. <laughs> um, and then we go into the Man, you can almost say the coup de gras of pro wrestling of the industry. WrestleMania 17, uh, April 1st, 2001, 68,000 people inside the Astrodome. Um, dude, this event grossed three and a half million dollars at the gate. Um, so it, it's it's just regarded as probably the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Uh, just going back to that, to that, we just did. We do a watch along. We did not do that watch along. Uh-huh. We, we should. Uh, Kurt Angle beat Chris Benoit that night. Uh, Shane McMahon uh, defeated Mr. McMahon in a street fight. Uh, that was uh, TLC. Was this TLC one? Yeah. TLC one. Uh, Undertaker beat Triple H. What a great match that was. And then in 28 minutes, man, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeats the, uh, you know, Steve Austin Rock 2. And Stone Austin... turns heel. Yep. With the help of McMahon.
1: And that's probably the moment out of that is them shaking
0: hands. Absolutely. And it. it's something you never thought you'd see. As, uh... JR said he has made a deal with the devil himself and uh, that was just I mean, what a freaking pay-per-view man um, WrestleMania 17 was just absolutely unreal um, I still to this day no matter when it is I'll, I'll go on the network and I'll put on WrestleMania 17 and I'll purposely just watch Austin Rock entrance and then I'll turn it off <laughs> just to see the entrances um, so now we move on WrestleMania 18 And this is icon versus icon, man. Um, 68,000 people inside uh, the Toronto Sky Dome. Dude, this...
1: That's really the only match from that that's basically memorable. (coughs) Like, it's a cool... Like, the is not bad, but that Rock Austin stare down in the beginning of their match where the fucking crowd is just going nuts. That's the moment from that that I think is like...
0: Yeah, when, that. when you're watching in that match, man, it, it, within literally, within a minute, that crowd turns on the rock and goes yeah. to Hogan, and it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, when Hogan throws him in the corner for the first time, it flexes, and the place fucking explodes,
1: and then you see it in Hogan's face, like, oh, this is my night, this is my match. Yep. Like, he, like he smiles, and he knows the crowd's got him, and it's just, it was I'll babyface
0: the rest of this match, no yep. matter what I do. And like, effectively killing the NWO angle. Yeah. Like, that was it. Like, there's there's no coming back now. Um, so that, that event grossed $4 million at the gate for, for Vince. Um, and like we said, obviously that was headlined by uh, The Rock and Hogan. Uh, some other notables on that on that match was Undertaker beat Ric Flair. Uh, Stone Cold Which was a good match. Yeah, it was 19 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold stunned Scott Hall to the moon. um, (laughs) And The Rock defeated Hogan. And Triple H was crowned the undisputed champion in the main event uh, against uh, Chris Jericho. Can you believe the match before the main event? Jazz defeated Lita and Trish. good booking there, pal. Um, (laughs) WrestleMania 19. Now, this is my personal favorite WrestleMania um, this is held inside Safeco Field in Seattle. Fifty-four thousand uh, one hundred people. Uh, this grossed eight million. I'm sorry, three million dollars at the gate, not eight million. Definitely would have been the biggest pay-per-view event ever. Um, so, this was also the first WrestleMania. Um, let me see what it says. Oh, that was, like, global. Like, the first WrestleMania that was broadcast in 50 states, numerous countries uh, from around the world, which was pretty cool. Um, this event, to me, was headlined uh, by multiple matches. And there's a lot of stories that just came out of this match, man. It's You, you had um, Trish defeating Victoria. To, I think that was maybe her second-to-last final match. Um, uh, Women's Championship. Shawn Michaels, his first WrestleMania back in the company in 2003, uh, put on a wrestling clinic with Chris Jericho in 23 minutes. Triple H defeated uh, Booker T for the World Heavyweight Title. Hulk Hogan defeated Mr. McMahon. Like just these lat, listen to these. Uh, one, two, three, four. Last five matches of this night. Michaels defeats Jericho. Triple H beats Booker. Hogan beats McMahon. Rock sends Austin off into retirement, and Rock Austin three in the final match. Brock Lesnar defeats Kurt Angle. Like that's the final five (laughs) matches. Um, What would you say like that? I mean, what was that? Was that Rock? Was that known for Rock Austin three, or is that known for the Brocks? I was dying.
1: (laughs) Um, I guess the moment in it is the, the shooting star press. Yeah. Or like my favorite WrestleMania moment of that is after Rock. Pins Austin, and he sits there and talks to him for like a
0: minute. Yeah,
1: and he has, and he pushes the ref away, like get out of here. This is between us. Like I thought that was pretty cool, cause he knew it was Austin's last match. No, like the fans didn't know, but Rock knew, and it was like a show of respect and appreciation between the two.
0: Which I thought yeah. Was pretty cool. Did you watch that event live? Uh, don't think so. Okay, cause at the end of that match, I remember watching it live on pay-per-view at the time. At the end of the match, I didn't think Austin was going anywhere. Nobody knew.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's public knowledge now that only like three people knew. I mean, Bruce Pritchard even goes on record says I had no idea until the next day. Like, right. that, no one had any Jim idea.
1: Vince Rock and Austin were
0: the only ones who really. Yeah. And even Bruce said, "I'm not even sure Jim Ross knew." That's awesome. And um, that, that's just wild. One of that's my favorite pay-per-view of uh, wrestling. A great show. It really was. The star power was ridiculous. Um, all right, next one wrestlemania 20 and the theme of every 10 pay-per-views at the time you're back at madison square garden 18 and a half thousand people um march 14 2004 um pretty good pay-per-view it um let's see here looking at some numbers here the event grossed uh 2.5 million in ticket sales making the pay-per-view the highest grossing event ever for wwe at madison square garden more than twenty thousand people from sixteen countries, forty-eight states attended the event. Uh, the event generated an estimated fourteen million dollars of economic activity for New York City,
1: which is nuts. Fourteen million is piss compared to what they do
0: now. Yeah, I know. Now it's a
1: hundred million plus.
0: Easy. Yep. And uh, that—that that was the economic activity for New York City, and created an equivalent of ninety-six full-time year jobs. Uh, which is really cool so this match uh you crowned basically the beginning of the john cena era he opened up the match beating the big show for the united states title uh let's see in a really good under underrated match if you guys go back to wrestlemania 20 christian beat chris jericho in a really good match um the best technical
1: wrestling match on that card is brock lesnar and
0: <laughs> totally joking that You stop it right now <laughs> <laughs> um, Evolution Which was We all know who that was Defeated the Rock And saw Connection In 17 minutes I always sometimes forget The Rock was even In that Wrestlemania I always forget about it Yeah. So I'm
1: on the card Or watching it And I'm like Oh shit!
0: Right, right. Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar in 13 minutes. 11 minutes of that was just them standing in the ring yeah, yelling it was at the about fans. 12
1: and a half minutes too
0: long. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Uh, let's see. The here. only
1: cool spot of that match is when Goldberg grabs Brock by the throat and overhead presses him. Oh. Where it's like, dude, Brock's 300 fucking pounds, and it's a person. It's not like a barbell. If <laughs> you picked him up and pressed him, it like yeah. was nothing.
0: Yep. Uh, This saw Eddie Guerrero defeat Kurt Angle for the WWF Championship. Um, 22 minutes there. The Undertaker returned to the dead man character here, defeating Kane in 8 minutes It wasn't that anything say, You're not real Yeah you're not real You're not real At that time Undertaker had hair Maybe barely past his neck yeah. So you know when you're Undertaker's age at that point The hair didn't grow so fast yeah. um, And then the main event Which is to me One of the top 5 best main events In the history of Wrestlemania Was Benoit defeating Triple H and Shawn Michaels um, What an incredible uh, triple threat match 25 minutes uh, that, that night was basically the crowning of um, The vanilla midgets Yeah the vanilla midgets Kevin Nash <laughs> says Eddie Guerrero And Chris Benoit Both left uh, Madison Square Garden That night And that's my moment Out of that
1: Is at the end When Benoit Is yeah. like you know In tears And he turns around And Eddie Guerrero Is standing in a ring To congratulate His best friend
0: Yep And they're both yeah, Not and dead
1: Fast forward a couple years And they're both dead
0: <laughs> So We're in WrestleMania 21 now Um This is moving a lot faster Than the first seven yeah. Um Let's see, 20,200 people inside the Staples Center. Um, I believe this is the second to last arena show. Yes, because I think we'll get to WrestleMania 22, which I think was the last time um, WrestleMania was held in an arena of less than, you know, 30,000 people. Um so this was uh, obviously at that time they were doing Raw versus SmackDown. So this was you know one of the first joint WrestleManias here. Um, the event drew a Staples Center record of attendance. Uh, it grossed more than 2.1 million in ticket sales, making it the highest-grossing WWE event ever at Staples Center. Um, so this this uh, pay-per-view. There's a lot of really good ladder uh, ladder matches matches on this card. I believe this was the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. Edge took that, which is funny because Edge
1: didn't want to be in the match, and Jericho was like, "You fucking idiot, you're winning it. What what are
0: you doing?" That's funny. Um, Undertaker beat Randy Orton in a very underrated match. Very underrated. Um, The build to that match was phenomenal. Right. And my favorite match in the car was Kurt Angle beating Shawn Michaels. Uh, They went 28 minutes. Uh, If you guys like professional wrestling, that's one of the top, you know, 10 matches you want to watch. Kurt Angle is just a freak. Um... This also uh, was John Cena defeating JBL for his first WWE championship, uh, the undisputed title at the time. Um, And then uh, just a phenomenal main event, Batista going over on Triple H for the World Heavyweight title. The build to that was great. The build was amazing. Um, What's cool about
1: that is Batista beat Triple H that pay-per-view and the next two in a row, Yep. which is like... And Triple H said in an interview, he's like, no one would have thought he'd go over me
0: three times in a row. Yep.
1: And they just built him up to be like, you know, this monster, which he was.
0: But it's all right. Hunter, you know, he buries everyone. Yeah. Yeah. He has lost the most pay-per-view matches of any star in the history of wrestling. (laughs) But he buries people. Um, So here we go. WrestleMania 22. Another kind of forgettable WrestleMania, if you think about it. This was at the uh, Rosemont Horizon. Um, Or the Allstate Arena, I'm sorry, but that's what it was. It's basically the the rebuilt uh, Rosemont Horizon. Um, 17,000 people um, looking here at what this gross ticket sold out in under two minutes. Grossing $2.5 million for the event, making it the highest grossing one-day event in Chicago wrestling history. Um, that's incredible. So, And like I said to you guys before, WrestleMania 22 also marked the last WrestleMania to be held inside of a traditional arena as every subsequent edition has been held in a stadium. So let me look at some highlights of, of, of this one. Uh, going down, um, Edge had that incredible death match with Mick Foley. Uh, you, um, you
1: put him through a flaming
0: table. Right? Yes. <laughs>
1: hey, that's probably the moment the night.
0: Yeah, um, Undertaker beat Mark Henry That's forgettable um, I, I personally, again Being a Shawn Michaels Mark Beat Vince McMahon in a 19 minute No holds barred match That's known for Michaels jumping off a 30 foot ladder Through Vince's Vince <laughs> On a table <laughs> um, I will say It's an entertaining match because One, Shawn beats the piss Out of Vince and man, Vince always had entertaining matches he really he did. Shit kicked out of him. Really, really did. I agree. Um, Mysterio defeated uh, Randy Orton and Kurt Angle to win his first World Heavyweight Title. That match. He did it for Eddie. Yeah, dude. This match was a triple threat for the World Title. Of WrestleMania in nine minutes. minutes yeah. Are you kidding me?
1: With <laughs> those three workhorses in
0: it, so. Right. Um, the uh, probably the, the the best technical match on the card. Tori Wilson defeated Candice Michelle in a Playboy Pillow Fight <laughs> match. Um, <laughs> and then the... Sh- <laughs> look back, some really bad stuff. The 11th match on this card was Tori Wilson beating Candice Michelle. And then you got your main event. Uh, John Cena beat Triple H by submission. And that burying Triple H, man, taps out at WrestleMania 22.
1: <laughs> Two out of three years.
0: Just ruining talent. Tapping out. <laughs> um, So now we get into... Some really big-time shows here. WrestleMania 23. It's uh, another show that I actually I actually loved, WrestleMania 23. Um, this was at Ford Field, Detroit Lions Stadium. Uh, $1.2 million buy rate, which is a big time for pay-per-view. 80,000 people sold out. Um, let's see some info here. Uh WrestleMania 23 grossed 5.4 million dollars in ticket sales, breaking the previous record of 4 million held by WrestleMania 18. Oh my gosh. All these like sports cars. Yeah, what is going on? They all broken down. That'd be funny. <laughs> um Let's see here. WWE estimated that $25 million was pumped into the Detroit economy. Lord knows they need it. Um <laughs> $1.2 million buys. The event at the time was the most bought WWE pay-per-view in history. No, sh- How about that at the time? These are all Dodge chargers. What the fuck is going on? I have no is idea. A charger
1: convention?
0: <laughs> there must be a charger. There's literally like fifty <laughs> chargers
1: pulled over <laughs> to the side <laughs> of the fucking
0: airport. Like, so oh weird. that's good. Sorry. It's alright, don't apologize. Uh let's see, Money in the Bank ladder match of this one. Mr. Kennedy beat CM Punk, Edge, Jeff Hardy, King Booker, Randy Orton, and Matt Hardy. What a loaded Money in the Bank ladder match. The, and, and Mr. The least, Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, the least like you know famous one out of it wins. Yep. Uh Undertaker defeated Batista for the World Heavyweight That's Championship. A good match. It really was. It was a car crash. 16 minute match there. Um now another thing that this WrestleMania is known for. Is hair versus hair match with Stone Cold Steve Austin, special guest referee Bobby Lashley, with our now president of the United States Donald Trump, um, defeating Umaga uh, and Mister Mc- with Mister McMahon. Um, so that was where we saw Vince get his head shaved by Donald Trump, by the, president. the president of our United so States. I know. Ten years before he becomes
1: president, he's shaving Vince
0: McMahon's head. Yep. At a and that then. We have a another uh, pro wrestling throwback masterpiece: Melina defeating Ashley in a lumberjill match for the women's championship.
1: <laughs> this is a way to get them all in the
0: corner. Yep. Final match is the main event, and this is pretty much the match that you know a lot of people, even John Cena, said kind of made him. The main event: John Cena uh, submits Shawn Michaels in 30 minutes and five seconds. 30 minutes. Um, This match was actually, for those who don't know, and I'm sure a lot of wrestling marks do know, this was supposed to be Triple H and Cena. Uh, But in January, yeah, they were in the full DX run at that time uh, against Rated RKO, uh, Triple H tours quad, So it was, I had, as a Shawn Michaels fan, I thought not a chance in hell Shawn Michaels is going to headline a WrestleMania and you know, next thing you know, <laughs> here it is. Um, Michaels really was just absolutely incredible, bumping all over the place. He worked like a heel.
1: It was kind of past and present too.
0: It really was. Yeah. A old school guy. And this is right, and like, and we'll get into as we're going on and on. This starts a string of ridiculous Wrestlemania matches for Shawn Michaels before his retirement um so this was a really good pay-per-view I thought the Batista Undertaker match was the unsung you know hero of that pay-per-view I think um, they're
1: they like for what it was kind of stole the show for us you know Batista's not a worker and Taker
0: pulled a fucking great match I, I agree I absolutely agree that was Taker at his prime at yeah. that point um all right, WrestleMania 23, uh, 24. Another really good pay per view, and this has a lot of big highlights in it. This was at Caesar's Palace. Um, I'm sorry, not Caesar's Palace. I, was, I don't know why I said it. The Florida Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida, 75,000 people. Um, so, going over some of the numbers here. Um, so, according, let's see here, it is. WWE in the city of Orlando hosted festivities, a five-day period here. For the second consecutive year, WrestleMania broke the record for the highest-grossing pay-per-view in WWE history. It also set a gate record for the Citrus Bowl, grossing $6 million in ticket sales. Um, according to a study by Enigma Research in Toronto, the Citrus Bowl record-breaking tennis brought an estimated $52 million uh, to the economy, um, which is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, over 1 million people ordered the event on pay-per-view, grossing $24 million. Um, they would love to have that now. Uh, so, this, this WrestleMania was good. This, uh, CM Punk won the Money in the Bank ladder match here. Uh, Batista defeated Umaga. That's a poor decision. Um, Shawn Michaels retired Ric Flair. Uh, and that's the
1: moment of the night was when you look at Shawn Michaels say, I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. And it kick him. Like, that's,
0: what that WrestleMania is known for is that right. spot right there. absolutely. Uh, then you had Randy Orton defeating John Cena and Triple H for the WWE Championship. Um, another one, reason this was big, this pay-per-view, Floyd Money Mayweather defeated The Big Show in 12 minutes. Um, my favorite part of this pay-per-view was the main event. The Undertaker defeated Edge uh, by submission in 25 minutes. Okay. Um, so that was... This run here for, for Taker, man, was just awesome. Fucking great match. I mean, his last, like, four WrestleManias here, not his last four, but he had main event against Batista, main event against Edge, and then the next two against, against Michael. And then the next two against, against Triple H. H. So it's like six Manias in
1: a row. He just puts on these fucking, you know,
0: yep. classes. Absolutely incredible. All right, so... One of the greatest WrestleManias of all time was WrestleMania 25. Um this so- we've discussed, in my opinion, hands down the greatest match in WWF history, E! history. I agree. Have you I- watched it lately? No, I haven't watched it. All right, it. yeah, just asking what you would think. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we'll- I've watched it within the past year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It still
1: holds up. But yeah. It's really great
0: that's a match that, like, if you're in an NXT lesson room, you just put it on, put it on. and you kind of go over it. Yeah. So this was in Reliant Stadium in Houston, Texas, where the Houston Texans play. Uh, Seventy-three thousand people. Uh, again, so let's go over the numbers, because I I love going over the numbers to see where business was. So, for the third consecutive year, WrestleMania broke the record for the highest grossing pay-per-view in WWE history, grossing $7 million in ticket sales. Um, WrestleMania 25 generated 960,000 pay-per-view buys, grossing $21 million. The event pumped $50 million in the economy. Um, with the attendance of uh, 72,850 it is the 8th largest attendance in Wrestlemania history Uh, it provided 600 full time jobs in the area Uh, so alright so this event you had CM Punk winning his second money in the bank Uh, the guy complains all the time about his run won two money in the banks (laughs) had just a massive massive uh, run yeah Chris Jericho defeated Jimmy Snuka, <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, and Roddy Piper. That match actually spawned the return, I guess you could say, of Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, like, you watch that match, and
1: Steamboat and Jericho go for a couple minutes, and you're like, dude, Steamboat can still work. And Jericho said, he's like, what you don't see is we worked house shows for months. Yeah. Like, he was like, we had matches like that every single night.
0: Incredible. So, awesome. so then you had, All a dick blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um... So, in 30 minutes and 45 seconds, The Undertaker defeated Shawn Michaels. Um, Just uh, like Kyle said, and like I've said, I think it's the greatest WrestleMania match. It might be the greatest professional wrestling match I've ever seen. Um, I might just watch it again uh, uh, tonight to just go back. And like you talk about, you're telling, you've now told basically a, a seven or eight months consistent story that was played out perfectly on television. And then you go into this match, and like everything that encompasses what a professional wrestling and entertainment mat or storyline and a a match should be, played out in thirty minutes. And the fact that they had a feud that
1: started twelve years earlier. exactly, you know, thirteen years earlier.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. it just it just worked. Um, those two could have 10 matches, and they would all be great because of the chemistry they had. Uh, John Cena defeated Big Show and Edge uh, for the World Heavyweight and Championship. the spot
1: of that match is when Cena picks oh. up Big Show <laughs> and Edge at the same time on his shoulders. Yep. Which is like, it's only for a second or two, but he has 600-plus pounds on his fucking shoulder, which is nuts.
0: Yeah, he's a mutant. Cena's an absolute he's mutant. shit. Yeah, The main event of that match, of that evening... It's amazing how we go back to WrestleMania 25. There were nine matches. There's double that now at yeah. WrestleMania. Uh, Triple H defeated Randy Orton. He um, like one of the most forgettable main events because Taker and yeah, Michael's fucking I, show. I know. That match went 25 minutes. It was a singles match. Um, had Triple H been counted out or disqualified, he would have lost the title. So, man, that main event of the entire evening... And 25 minutes, and no one could remember that that match even occurred. Um, So, all right, moving on. WrestleMania 26 was, actually, it's a WrestleMania that I don't watch because it was the last WrestleMania (laughs) of Shawn Michaels. Um, It's a great match between them. I've I've watched it a lot, (laughs) but now it's really hard for me to go back and watch it because I know it's the end. Um, So this was uh, March 28th in 2010. This was at the University of Phoenix Stadium. Um, in Glendale, Arizona, seventy just over seventy-two thousand people. So looking, um, looking here at the, the some monies generated, eight hundred eighty-five thousand pay-per-view buys, grossing. It's so funny. This had eight hundred eighty-five thousand pay-per-view buys. I just read yesterday that the uh, uh, Revolution, the uh, AEW pay-per-view, had uh, nineteen thousand buys, and people call it a success. Yep. The show's great. Right, that's the show's terrible. great. I know. Um, see, it grossed $50 million in revenue, uh, $5.8 million in ticket sales. So that's that's another huge gate for WWE. Um, going through the event, Randy Orton defeated Cody Rhodes and Tan in 10 DB in a triple threat match. Jack Swagger won the Money in the Bank match. Uh, in 12 minutes, Triple H defeated Sheamus uh, let's see another singles match Rey Mysterio beat CM Punk and uh, in a an absolute Matt Classic Dill no Holds Barred Lumberjack match Bret Hart <laughs> defeated Mr. McMahon in a t-shirt in a t-shirt and jorts Shorts. that were like faded oh god it was so bad we saw him today fashion has gotten much better yes. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho defeated Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship I didn't know that I'm gonna have to go watch that match 16 minutes. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I, re- I really did too. I forgot about this one too. John Cena defeats Batista, singles match for the WWE Championship. When I go
1: back and watch WrestleMania 26, I just skip to the end. You watch
0: Yeah, match you don't watch, that's the only one I watch. I <laughs> about. know. Uh, the Undertaker defeated Shawn Michaels, no disqualification. Streak versus career match, 24 minutes exactly. Now, the spot that I remember on this is two things. One, Michaels gets tombstone on the outside of the ring. <laughs> And the second thing is, although he kind of misses it because, one, it's the, probably one of the toughest things I've ever seen a wrestler do, guy is 45 years old in this match and does a moonsault from the ring across the friggin' mat through the announcer's table and, I mean, lands on Undertaker's legs, but I really don't know how you could have landed that anywhere else by the way you have to stand on the, on the corner. But, you know, thank God that was... <laughs> Undertaker's knees because if that was the other way around he would have had kneecaps in his face <laughs> uh, so I'm really happy for that spot that it ended up the way it did and did you know the best like moment of that match the moment we're talking about
1: WrestleMania, at the end oh, oh don't when, start <laughs> when Michaels is crawling up and Taker's telling him to stay down and Shawn Michaels slits his own throat it slaps. and slaps slaps the fucking piss out of him. <laughs> and then Taker picks him up and gives like the hardest tombstone because he jumps. Jumps. And it was like a
0: <clears throat> nail in the coffin type deal. Which yeah. was, it looked great. It really did. Um and that was it. And Michaels laid there for about ten <laughs> With his eyes closed, <laughs> he sold the fuck out of it until Undertaker helped him up. Right, and like you know, you could have just been like one of those guys where like this is my last match, you just knocked me out. Give me about sixty seconds, yeah. I'll start rolling around. Like with Flair couldn't control his emotions, yeah. he was crying
1: before he even got thin. Look at he, got
0: kicked he yeah. was crying. And Michaels is just like, I'm dead. I'm he dead. Just fucking lays out. He, he still sold, sells it. Sold the shit out of that last tombstone, but hell I would've probably legitimately been dead <laughs> after the, a six foot ten man just leaped in the air to give yeah. me a tombstone. Dude, you gotta ultimately trust a dude to do a leaping tombstone to make sure your skull is in his balls. <laughs> you better hope. Um, and I also feel bad for Taker's kneecaps on that on that That's spot. Um, so that was really cool. I, it was really neat that they gave Taker and Michaels that absolute last match on the card. That was great. Um, WrestleMania 27 now. Uh, we are at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. 72,000 people. Uh, let's go to this one. Holy shoot, I forgot about this. I guess because maybe The Rock was here. Um, $1.1 million pay per view buys up 30% domestically and 15. So the
1: Rock doesn't even do anything.
0: I know. The event grossed $7 million. The highest grossing uh, event in WWE behind WrestleMania 25 and 26. Um, It generated $63 million of economic impact. um, A $17 million increase from the previous WrestleMania. Um, So that's just insanity.
1: What did I give you for what I thought
0: the moment was for this? You gave me... What is this, 27? Yeah, Rock is host and... um, attack uh, uh, doesn't attack the Miz.
1: Yeah. I guess that's like the, like if we're talking moments, I guess that's the moment of it is the Rocks the Host. It's the end of The Undertaker's full-time career. So, yes. Because he wins the match, but you don't see him until
0: the next year. I will say there's one more moment of, there's two more moments of this mania that was huge. It was Edge's last match. We didn't know though. Right, right, at the time you didn't Edge. know. Um, and the other one, uh, and that was Triple H and The Undertaker in a no-holds-barred match. fucking great match. Half season. hour, 30-minute long. Yeah. Um, I think they went through two tables.
1: Yeah, tables and a
0: glass. Right? And that whole Michael Cole. Remember that glass? Oh, yeah. Fucking stupid. So other. dumb. Like, yeah. Foxes. Michael Cole defeated Jerry Lawler, and that had Austin as the special yeah. guest referee. That was just basically a way to get Austin. Austin, Austin. Austin there. Um, but, yeah, man, that... One, I remember that pay-per-view for Taker and Triple H. But then I always always forget that the Miz beat John Cena um, in 20 minutes. I mean, basically because of The Rock. Which basically set up, set up the uh, <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime and twice-in-a-lifetime. Once-in-a-twice-in-a-lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. WrestleMania 28. Um, big pay-per-view, man. 79,000 people in Miami at Sun Life Stadium. Cool it is the highest-grossing pay-per-view event in the history of professional wrestling, and uh, let's get into the numbers. Uh, oh, I don't have the numbers, son of a gun. But it just—that's what it tells me—that it's the highest-grossing um, event ever. Um, trying to see if we have some numbers here. I don't see any. Um, that sucks. However, all right. So this was obviously the the, the whole friggin' show was based around The Rock. And John Cena. It was a year long. And, and what stole the show?
1: The end of the air match. Correct. Where they stood at the top, all three of those guys, Dude. like, and they just turned, and all three of them looked out at the crowd, like, that's the moment of the night for men. Oh, I mean, that's the moment of like
0: the decade. The match is fucking great. Yep. Too, yep. I mean, like I, they beat the shit out of each other. Yep. And, and Michaels was the special guest referee. Um, as always, just sells every emotional event of the match. Um, like he didn't even want to pin. He didn't want to. He didn't even want to pin uh, Triple H to the mat. It was like a hesitant thing. But almost he was happy that it was over. It was just one of the coolest things. You've heard Undertaker say he has one piece of memorabilia in his house, and it's all three of them with a piece of the mat uh, on like a massive plaque in his house. And that's the only piece of memorabilia that he has in his house. Uh, I think Triple H said almost the same thing. Yeah, and he has it in his office. Yeah, special. so freaking cool. That was a 31-minute match of just destruction. I might watch that again, uh, tonight. When, you know, my wife goes to sleep. Um, <laughs> uh, CM Punk defeated Chris Jericho. This was at the height of CM Punk's, uh, popularity here for the championship. Uh, and then The Rock and... F- wow, they wrestled for 31 minutes? Did they really? The Rock beat John Cena, yeah. Um... Wow, I didn't know it was that long. So, WrestleMania 29 now. uh, We are just motoring through these, which is really good. you got 20 minutes. (laughs) All right, let's keep on working here. Um, WrestleMania 29, uh, that was at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Uh, 81,000 people. Um, So let me go look at the numbers here It drew 81,000 people Which is the third highest attended Wrestlemania uh, Ever It became the highest grossing event In Wrestlemania and WWE history It grossed 72 million dollars So much money (laughs) Um, So let's go around to this The Shield beat Big Show Randy Orton and Sheamus Team Hell No beat Big E And Dolph Ziggler uh Undertaker defeated CM Punk at this pay-per-view. What a great match that was. It was a great watched. match. It was a great build, too. Yep. In 24 minutes, Triple H defeated Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred match. That was actually a really good one, it too. It was a good one. He should have never won. I agree. Because Brock should have just been on a fucking warpath. Yep. Character. Agreed. Uh, 100% there. In the singles match for the WWE Championship, uh, John Cena defeated the champion, The Rock, who had previously uh, beaten... Uh, who was it? He the beat Punk, Punk at Royal oh, Rumble. God. Oh my god. Um, and I believe in this match, was this a match that basically The Rock, his whole body broke? Yeah, he, <laughs> he got injured. He that. tore like his groin, he had a hernia, he broke, but he his tore... tore yeah, he like tore that. rib muscles. Like, jeez Louise, no wonder he hasn't wrestled really since. Yeah, that's what I think uh, Cinema Studios were like. Yeah, you're, you're done. Please, God, no. Like we make fucking
1: half a billion dollars on your movies.
0: Yep. We can't have you hurt yourself. Agreed. So here's another great one. WrestleMania 30, 75,000 people in the Mercedes-Benz Silverdome, brother. brother. <laughs> it was in the uh, Superdome, April 6, 2014. Um... So what what did you have here is what you remembered for this one was... This was chock full of fucking This was Daniel Bryan winning. However, you and I talked about it today while in line. Man, to start the event with Hogan, Austin, and The Rock was just such a... I get goosebumps thinking about it. Um, just absolutely incredible. Listen to this. You talk about an economic impact. WWE claimed $11 million in ticket revenue for this. They estimated $143 million economic impact on New Orleans. Um, it was actually rated the high, the highest-rated WWE uh, event of the year in all top pro wrestling magazines, which is shocking because if if AEW had a house show on the same day, the Wrestling Observer would name it the greatest show in the history of wrestling. Um, in the second. So you had Daniel Bryan go over Triple H in 26... Dude, Daniel Bryan was a friggin' War uh-huh. Daniel Bryan, 26 minutes, he defeated Triple H to earn his spot in the main event. The Shield defeated Kane and the New Age Outlaws in three minutes. Yeah, it was,
1: I think someone was hurt. I can't remember. I think, was it Billy Gunn was hurt? Because if you watch that, they kind of built that match and they come out and it's real quick. Ah, uh, okay. And I
0: think it was because someone was hurt. You got John Cena, he beat Bray Wyatt there Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker and That's probably the biggest moment That has is, to be
1: uh, The shock and awe from the crowd After Brock
0: Pinsley Insanity, man Just uy. And then the main event, obviously In 24 minutes, Daniel Bryan defeated Batista And Randy Orton
1: so Daniel a, Bryan almost wrestled an hour of that before, I know the Two matches
0: I know. Uh, here's a- actually probably one of my favorite pay per views ever. Uh, WrestleMania 31, Levi Stadium, San Francisco, 77,000 people. Um, this was a, a huge event. Uh, a lot of critics, man, uh, a lot of them said it was the greatest WrestleMania ever. Uh, that's what it was ranked. It's fucking great,
1: man. And
0: to me, it'll
1: always have like a. Always have like a little black eye on it because the sun was out the
0: whole It really was, yeah. I know. Especially because of Taker and Bray. Yeah. Um, uh, Rand, there's a lot of moments, man. Randy in beating Seth Rollins. Yeah, RKO. That That's R- the best RKO ever. Ever. And the fact that they didn't even work on it. They tried.
1: Right. Do it. That's why they say after that, after RKO's, Arche- Orton starts like he's all fired up. Yep. And they're like, no, he's happy because they finally hit him. <laughs> it's not. That wasn't
0: part of the match. <laughs> And in Seth Rollins' DVD, he was, said, he was on the ground yelling, Pin me, pin me, pin me! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the very next match was Triple H defeating Sting. Uh, one of the coolest like moments ever. Yeah. Um, except for that god-awful Terminator entrance for Triple H. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> was um, like, the NWO and DX coming out. Like, and Triple H talked
1: about that. I think Sting did, too. They're like, how Sting should have beat him. Who cares? Like, what do you remember about that? You exactly. NWO, DX, Sting,
0: being there? like, it's you were there for the people in the match, not
1: what happened at the end. Of
0: the match. Right. <laughs> I agree. Uh, John Cena defeated Rusev. Uh, Undertaker defeated Bray the main event. Man, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in the great one of the greatest moments ever in WrestleMania. The Seth Rollins cash in. Um... Let's see. That was just honestly like
1: didn't see it coming because he just lost. Like in hindsight, you're looking back like yeah he lost. He should you know. But
0: yeah, the crowd
1: didn't see it either because he got a massive pop.
0: Yeah, he was a fucking heel. I know. He got a great pop. Um, That was like the last time that Seth was like that heel run he had was great. Uh, WrestleMania 32, the biggest WrestleMania in the history of the company, uh, took place at AT AT&T Stadium. 100 and almost 102,000 people. Um, Let's see here. Set multiple records for the company, including grossing $18 million, uh, 102,000 people. Um, Let's see here. Uh, they said that weekend, a lot of critics and media people rated that the takeover event was actually the better event. Um, yeah,
1: the takeover has beat WWE's <laughs> events for I, since then. My like every weekend, they have both. Of them. It's like dude, takeover take is fucking flopped.
0: My favorite moment of this event actually was Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental <laughs> well, Title in that ladder. In
1: match that match. ladder <laughs> cool. And there's a great picture afterwards with him and Razor.
0: Yeah, like where he shows.
1: Him and Razor when he was a kid holding the yep. Razor's title, yep. And now Razor's holding
0: his title. So cool, man! Um, another great underrated match was the match that happened right after that Jericho beating AJ Styles. Uh, let's see what else we have here. The League of Nations defeated the New Day. However, the cool moment of that was after that match yeah, is Foley, where we, Michaels and Austin. yeah we saw Foley Michaels in Austin. Um, Austin gets a fucking massive. Yes, he does. Glass break. My God. Brock Lesnar defeated Dean Ambrose in one of the most disappointing um, matches of both their careers. Charlotte Flair defeated Becky Lynch and Sasha. Uh, what an incredible that match was, that was! was that she became the first. Yes, The new title. They yeah. yeah. Yep, that was the first one. The that pay per view was known for for this: the Undertaker and Shane McMahon Hell in a Cell. Shane McMahon literally leaping from nine million feet in the yeah. air uh, through a table. Uh, Undertaker obviously won that match in thirty minutes. Uh, let's see here: The Rock came out and defeated Eric Rowan, Braun and Braun Strowman, and Bray Wyatt in six seconds. Yeah, he beat Eric Rowan in that. <laughs> And then the most predictable main event in the history of pro wrestling, Roman Reigns defeated Triple H for the world heavyweight title. It was horrible. It was, yeah, it was it just was not good. No, it, was, it wasn't good. All right, we're getting to the, the end here. WrestleMania 33. This one had 75,000 people in Orlando, Florida. Um, just, I guess it was a pretty good. This was the roller coaster one, right? Yeah. Um, the best part about this friggin' show, to me, the highlight of this one was the return of the Hardy Boys out of legitimately nowhere. Yeah, there was like
1: whispers that maybe, but we didn't really hear anything. <coughs> and New Day sold it well, like, who could that have for fourth team be? And they start kind of walking towards the ring.
0: Yeah. And then the,
1: I love when you see off to the side the New Day dancing.
0: <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Which is great. Um, so you had AJ Styles defeated Shane McMahon. That was a good match. Um, they completely screwed the boat um, on this one. Kevin Owens defeating Chris Jericho. Second match on the card. Just brutal. Um, that was the best storyline in the company going into that. The best
1: part of that match was the Kevin Owens figure on the road. <laughs> yes. That was
0: <laughs> the Hardy Boys won the Fatal Four Way Tag Match for the title. Um, Seth Rollins defeated Triple H in twenty-five minutes in a non-sanctioned sanctioned match. Um, that it's was not
1: sanctioned, but we're going to give you guys entrances. was going to be a ref.
0: And, correct, well, but it's not sanctioned. <laughs> right, no. Just call it. A sh- <laughs> <laughs> um, and one of the many burials of Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton beat him for the WWE Championship in ten minutes, which
1: was a terrible match with terrible fucking graphics. Fucking
0: yep. Breaking. Bad. Was, and then Roman Reigns defeated in what we all thought was the final match of The Undertaker. Um, that ended up not happening. At the moment of
1: that's his gear in the ring yeah. afterwards, which was fucking
0: great. It was. And then, it was uh, a great visual.
1: And then they said how the ring crew left it there all night to the next day. Like they broke everything down <laughs> except that. And you saw this cool picture from the day after
0: WrestleMania. Of the ring where this shit still sitting. Yeah. Which is cool as shit. And guess who's wrestling in a month? The <laughs> <laughs> Four years ago. It's incredible. Uh, WrestleMania 34. Uh, let's see here. This was at back at the Mercedes-Benz Silverdome in New Orleans. Uh, 78,000. And guys, it, I it's Superdome. I know. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> 78,000 people. Um, let's see here. Going back, it's like, geez, I kind of remember how good these were or not good. Uh, Seth Rollins beat The Miz for the Intercontinental title. Oh, The Miz and Finn Balor. That was a good match. Uh, I believe we watched this pay-per-view at your house. Uh, Let's see here. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey defeated The Authority. In a fucking really good match. Like... Really Way good. Better than what I thought it was. <laughs> I know. Actually, it's funny. Like one angle was all right. Like he looked bad, yeah. but he looked bad. He wasn't angle. But Rhonda was incredible. Was so good for what we like. We had no clue. Right. How good of a wrestler she is. Yeah,
1: she's an athlete and all that stuff. But, Holy shit, was she good.
0: Yeah, I I agree. The best match of the night, to me, was a match that lasted 2 minutes and 45 seconds. The Undertaker squashing John Cena Cena was awesome. That's where I thought, like,
1: do that every year. Yes. Like, just come out. We don't need a fucking 20-minute match from you. It was so well done. Right. For John Cena to sign up for that and just be like... Dude, I'm on the Mount Rushmore Wrestling. Yep. Squash me into it. Yeah. Just goes to show you how much respect people have for the Undertaker.
0: And how much people should stop shitting on John Cena. Yeah. Like, that guy is like the Hogan of his era, and he said, I oh, don't, go ahead, squash that me episode. up. Yeah. Just got no offense in. Just no. squash me down. So freaking cool to, to see that respect. Um, let's see. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon beat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, Nia Jax won the WWE Raw Women's Championship AJ Styles defeated Shinsuke This was like the burial of Shinsuke yeah. Really, I mean, they, they built that that whole rivalry up so much He won the Rumble that year Yep, he won the Rumble that year and, and lost <laughs> AJ Which is okay, it's AJ Styles yeah. um, Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns WWE Universal Championship in 16 minutes. I actually thought that was here. where, like, I mean, it's going to be, it's Roman's era. Yeah, we thought it was going to be Roman finally going over it. But, no.
1: (laughs) It would, like we said, I said it would have looked fucking great with all that blood pouring down his face. Yep. If he's standing there over the beast, like, he slayed the beast with all this blood, like, you almost got me, but I finally
0: conquered you. Right. But they, you know, went the other way. And here we go, we're at the final WrestleMania here. We've gone through 35 years of wrestling, baby. We were at this WrestleMania, WrestleMania MetLife Stadium, April 7th, 2019, 82,300 people uh, completely sold out. Um, I think they set a record for the amount of money generated uh, for a city. I think it was like $160 million or something like that. Um, absolutely insane I'm trying to find the number if they had it here but it doesn't look like they they have it so let's run through what this was known for obviously the main event people will you know remember as well as the first ever women's uh, uh, match ending it but let's see the show started off with a squash of Brock Lesnar with Seth Rollins winning that Universal title uh, in a match that people don't remember if you were there because they had a light shining in their face, AJ Styles beat Randy Orton. And they had a really good match. They really did. It was did. Just ruined by
1: the lighting yep. where a lot of people couldn't see. Yep. And, yeah, like, where we were, we were underneath something so we could see it. Oh, yeah, we had no issues. There were sections of the crowd chanting, we can't see, turn the light off. And, like, halfway through the match, they finally got the
0: memo. Yeah. And turned the lights off. Right, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Shane McMahon defeated The Miz in a Falls Count Anywhere match, uh, and then the biggest—I mean, it'll always be remembered for this man, Kofi Kingston defeating Daniel Bryan in twenty-four minutes for the WWE Championship. It, man, the I, match started slow. But it, it did. Fucking good. It was hot. Dude. Yeah, it was. it was. I mean, really good. Like I can't even begin to explain to people the pop, what it was like when he won. To be in that in, in that stadium, man. It was a really cool moment. I mean, he was like our guy,
1: Kofi. Yes. Like Since he had that, I think he had like a gauntlet match or something on Raw. Months, oh my months, gosh, you're yeah. Where he just put on a fucking wrestling clinic. Yeah. And right there it started, the, the Kofi Mania. Yep. And uh, there were a lot of false finishes at the end. Where even we said we in there like... Dude, is Daniel Bryan going over? Like we didn't know. No, no one knew. And uh, like I had like not anxiety, but I was anxious at the every false finish where Daniel Bryan was pinning him, I'm like, no, no All right, cool, alright, cool, you know. Yep. And when he finally went over, like you said, the poppy guy, being the first ever like black WWF champion, WWE champion. Yep. Like it's such a historical moment, the place fucking went.
0: It went bonkers, man. See, like, this pay-per-view also will tell you my how many, how much things can change in a year. Yeah. And I'm going to get into it now. Um, and that's why I always tell people, don't get discouraged when, like, your favorite wrestler has a bad year. Because I'm going to tell you something. Right, We're going to go through it right now. Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre in ten minutes. In a no one gave a fuck back. Yep.
1: We, I don't know. I don't think I've watched that match on TV. I don't know how the reception sounded watching it on TV, but it was dead. Yep. It was so dead there. No one cared about either of them. Yep. No one cared that Roman won. It was like one of the most forgettable matches
0: yep. I've ever seen. Fast forward a year, and both guys will be walking out of WrestleMania, yeah, both the champions. The matches. Um, it was just insane. And, that, and, uh, and to go back in a negative way. A year later, Kofi is. I don't even know if he's going to be on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, he'll probably be
1: in a Battle Royal or
0: some sure. Right. Um, is he in
1: a tag match? I don't even
0: know. I, what he's done. He is tomorrow um, in Elimination Chamber. Uh, Triple H defeated Batista in a 25 minute, like, unfortunate, like, snooze fest in a way. Yeah, um, that tried, but. Yeah, they, they did their best. Yeah, I don't mean, really cared. I, I know. Uh, Baron Corbin, retired Kurt wow. Angle here. Uh, that was tough. Yeah, very much so. Um, the Demon, Finn Balor, defeated uh, Bobby Lashley in four minutes. Um, There's
1: someone else, WWF, or Eve Rowan, was the uh, the Demon.
0: Yeah, I know. And that
1: is a marketing, like, wet dream, <laughs> that guy. And you saw him, like, less than a handful of times. Yeah.
0: So, that was left. Yep. Um if we go right, it's going to be tough. <laughs> we're gonna be going to be going to AC. It's keep. <laughs> Final match of this card uh was a winner take all triple threat match for both uh, the women's raw and smackdown titles. Becky Lynch defeated Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Um I thought the entrances were great. I mean, Joan Jett played out Ronda, but you get this is the 16th match of the card, 7 hours in. 7 hours in. I mean, I mean, Kyle and I. It was cool that it was the first ever women's main event, but dude, nobody cared. We were over.
1: I was over the show by then.
0: It was a bad you ending. Know, it was a, yeah, the, the,
1: It looked like a rushed ending. I a, don't know if they call it an audible or whatever, but yeah, like a backslide out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, it was. was it. it was really difficult. And if you look at the replay, Rhonda's shoulders weren't even down on yeah. the mat. It was a. It, it, it was definitely had to have been a rushed ending. Yeah. Um, unless they didn't want. To you know, obviously, I guess you can't have Becky submit a former UFC champion. Yeah, but then, like,
1: figure out a finisher.
0: I you know yeah, I mean, agree. A
1: submission. Agree. Hit him with that.
0: Yeah, cheat. You yeah. know, be be I mean, somewhat yeah. like a heel anyway. She in was a way. an edgy heel anyway, so. right?
1: You know, pull the fucking, I don't know, thing off the turnbuckle.
0: Right. right Get some brass knucks. Do something. Um, All right. That's 35 WrestleManias in the bag, and we got one in less than... What
1: would you, off the top of your head real quick, because we're almost home. Yeah, that's fine. What are your top, like, three WrestleMania moments? Like, real quick, not diving deep like
0: we just did. So, real quick. Yeah. uh, WrestleMania 25, um, uh, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker... Uh, WrestleMania 24, Michael saying, I I love you. Because that was the most real I've ever seen in WrestleMania. And for a pure moment for me as a fan... What again? I'm a Michael's mark. I'm sorry. Pure moment for me was him winning, beating Bret Hart in the Iron Man match. For the, that was uh, dream. I was I like 10 it. years old, and my favorite wrestler just won the world championship. Yeah. So I have to put that in my top three because, like, I experienced that, and the fact that my aunt was a massive Bret Hart fan, so I got to <laughs> be the there for everything. that. Um, those are my top three uh, WrestleMania moments. It's funny. I love Steve Austin so much, and he's not in any of them.
1: He's got some cool moments, but not like a moment moment.
0: Yeah. How about you? Um, I'd probably say
1: Michael's, the I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. Which is just, that's cool as shit. Um, Shock value moment. I'd go... Taker's streak ending. Yeah. I got to put that because I'll never forget that. I'll never nope. forget the reaction. You were at my house. I'll oh never forget my the reaction God. of the, the room. Yeah. Like it was just dead. It was as quiet in my house as it was as that arena. Like we were all like.
0: Like the what? air was sucked yep. out of it the entire crazy. house. Yeah.
1: And just for nostalgia and everything else is sake Hogan slam and Andre
0: that's cool I think
1: that's a top wrestle like wrestling moment of all time
0: I agree those would be my three some uh those are good moments Um, yeah it's it's incredible no rock no Austin no no Cena Cena. Cena. it's unbelievable um all right, guys. I want to thank you guys so much. You guys just had a 35-year breakdown in about an hour and 50 minutes. Um, hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you guys hear any background noise, guess what? We told you guys at the top of the show this was a uh, – we were, we're driving. We are
1: driving. We had GPS going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it's all good. You guys have heard uh, Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone do drive-throughs all the time. Uh, so it, to me, I think it's pretty cool to be to be able to do a podcast like that. Um, we had no preparation, nothing. We sat here, we went through every WrestleMania with yeah, you guys. Yeah, I, I sent
1: you a quick list. Like off the top, of my head, right? And that was all we. Wanted.
0: That's all we did and it was it's just, you know, two wrestling fans. Pretty cool to go through. Yeah, marking out over 35 Wrestlemanias. Uh, thank you guys very much. We hope you enjoy this show. Um, thank you to uh, Ricky, my producer, who literally does all of our shows. he, he works. Literally, at like 3 in the morning, he'll put this show together. Thanks, uh, Rick.
1: I've never met you, but I appreciate it.
0: Buddy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the man. I, I love you, bud. And uh, he'll have a podcast starting soon on my network, very soon between uh, him and his girlfriend. Very much looking forward to that. I'll get the details out when he uh, finalizes those. Uh, I will catch you guys uh, down the road. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. If you're going to some Chamber in Philly, have a good time, despite them lying to you about the card. Uh, <laughs> and if you guys are watching it, hope you enjoy it's the last pay-per-view we got before uh wrestlemania 36 uh down in florida i hope you guys have a a great weekend have a good one bye-bye